Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Yes, something for the weekend now. We're going to take a look at the new releases hitting cinemas and we'll also have Netflix recommendations for you as well. And my two favourite leprechauns, Nylon Rosser in studio. Oh, Top of the morning. Oh, okay. oh, thank you very much, Nate, oh, for oh. having us here now. Oh. Was that That's insulting enough now? Because we're going, to have, we're going to have some more bad Irish accents at the end of the segment today. So. And there's been plenty of them. Yes, we'll, we thought we'd start off with one. Ah, I really like that. It's oh, a good, okay. it's a good uh, intro to the whole thing. But we are going to start, first of all, with new releases uh, with yourself there, Niall. What have you been to see? Yeah, this week uh, we went to see uh, a movie called Miss Bala, which uh, is out. It's a remake of a Mexican tw- 2011 movie. So this is the American remake. Uh, it stars. Uh, it stars. Uh, is it what uh, Gina, Gina Rodriguez. Rodriguez? That's the the actress name who people may know from uh, a Netflix show or show that's on Netflix called Jane, Jane the Virgin. Oh yes, I knew yeah. she's familiar already. Yeah, yeah, and it's directed by Catherine Hardwick, who uh, people might know from directing the first Twilight movie. So it's the story of um, a, a makeup artist living in LA who travels to help her friend who's competing in a uh, in a beauty pageant in Tijuana and basically gets embroiled in kind of dastardly doings uh, in Mexico. So, um, yeah, so I I think uh, Ross is going to talk a little bit more about it. Uh, yeah. We have a little clip as well. But We do indeed, yeah. So Miss Bala, it translates in English to Miss Bullet, which is a little bit on the nose, which this movie kind of is. Um, so... You know, as uh, as I was saying there, after she goes down to Tijuana, Mexico to meet up with her, her friend Suzu, they go to a local nightclub and uh, Suzu, her friend, eyes up the local chief of police. Now, he's involved in the organisation of the pageant and thinks, um, and she thinks, Suzu thinks that by closing up to him, it can improve her chances of winning. Um, however, uh, a group of gunmen enter the nightclub in an attempt to assassinate the police chief and all hell breaks loose. So Gloria, who is the main star you mentioned there, Gina Rodriguez, she becomes separated from her friend Suzu and when she goes to a police officer looking for help she says that she has seen the men behind the attack and she can help to put them away. Unfortunately for her the police officer she goes to is in the pocket of the the gang behind the attack who are called Las Astrellas and she is kidnapped. So the the gang's leader, who is a, a a man by the name of Lino, tells Gloria that they can help her find her lost friend, but she has to help them in a number of illegal jo- uh, jobs. 
including planting bombs, smuggling drugs, money and weapons across the US border. Now, we do have a clip here which features uh, Lino, the gang leader, chatting with Gloria where he says as much. Okay, here we go. Tell me lies. I'm going to hurt you, okay? I'm not going to lie. You were the DA? No. You talk like a pocha. What's your deal? I come from the States. I, I lived here for a few years. My father is American and he owned a factory of maquiladora here. Where's the maquiladora? It's gone. And your father? Gone too. I can help you find your friend. But you have to do something for me first. You do that, and I'll help you find Susan. You mess around and I'll kill you both. Ooh, it's very tense altogether. There's a lot going on there, Ross. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A lot going on with that gang. And there's kind of a, a weird love triangle kind of ends up rising between herself and her captor, Lino. As well as that, uh, her involvement in the gang means that she's run ins with the DEA, the you know American Drugs Enforcement Agency. Uh, and there's a whole lot of who can she trust and how is she going to get her, herself out of this situation alive? And will she ever find her friend, Suzu? Now... I personally wasn't a massive fan of the film. Now, what do you think? Um, I think I liked it a little bit more than you did, Ross. Um, I think it it suffers a little bit from... It tries... The original, I think, was a very bleak movie. This tries to be a little more soapy. It's got okay. a lot of elements of, say, the popular telenovelas in, in Mexico. You know, it's set around, as as Ross says, around a, a, a beauty pageant. Um it in it's got twists and turns and you know uh, it's got essentially what i did like about it it's got a great central performance from from Gina Rodriguez um and uh, i think she makes a great like she she goes from a regular person to a kind of kick-ass action heroine as we were talking about last week um and i think i would love to see her play this kind of part in a better film okay. but uh, I, I kind of agree for me I think it's a two star movie um, it has a slightly ridiculous end it kind of nearly turns into a superhero origin story by the end she is just uh, running rings around everybody they um, couldn't decide whether they wanted to make a pageant exactly. a crime yeah, movie yeah, I and they kind of put them all in and, and the result was a little bit half-baked I think in the end Yeah, I was a little less kind in my review similar kind of um, complaints about the movie I gave it one star. One star. Uh, one star, star only. Okay, so, that's the, so make a note of that one. That's the first movie in, in this uh, Real Review series <laughs> yeah. that's getting a one star. Miss Bala from Ross. Ooh, yeah. Two from Niall. Two, two from, from Niall. Okay. For Gina. For Gina Rodriguez. Thankfully, okay. you know, it's not all bad news. Um, obviously, there was probably less released in the cinema this week because of Captain Marvel. So I, I would imagine most production companies don't want to release um, a movie in or around that uh, because that's going to take up everyone going to cinema is going to see Captain Marvel but Netflix has dropped uh, a new movie it's called Triple Frontier mm-hmm. and uh, it was released on Wednesday here in Ireland and it's uh, an action thriller men on a mission style movie with a absolutely stellar cast including Ben Affleck um, Oscar Isaac Charlie Hunnam Garrett Hedlund Sorry Charlie Hunnam's in it he is, yeah. Oh my God, it's to- that's, that's, that's oh, it. That's so that good. is so <laughs> good. On the queue tonight. My Netflix okay. uh, sorted. I absolutely love Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, and it, well, also Pedro Pascal, he's, I believe he's in... Um, Narcos. Narcos as well, so anyone who's Forget a fan Pedro, of those on Charlie's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how this ended up on, on Netflix, anyway, Paramount were originally meant to be producing the movie and originally you had Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum 
um, build to, to the cast. However, uh, Hardy and Tatum dropped out due to disagreements over script rewrites and Paramount then passed on the project. And that's really where Netflix got involved. Yeah, I mean, as Ross says, this this script has been knocking around for a long time. Originally, Catherine Bigelow was going to direct it and even actors like Tom Hanks were, were attached. Um but somehow it's it's ended up in in Netflix releases. It's got an amazing cast, as we said, um, and it's the story basically of five retired special forces comrades who, you know, they they're not in the army anymore. Their lives are kind of you know not going the way that they would have hoped. And one of them in particular hears about a a drug baron who has in the middle of the jungle. He's basically got all of his money in a in a house in a mansion that is essentially like Fort Knox. And he decides, well, nobody would really care if we five of us got together and we decided to do a little job for ourselves as they say rather mm-hmm. than uh, for for the flag on our uh, that we we would have represented before so um yeah it's it's directed by uh, JC Chander who has worked before with Oscar Isaacs who's in it which I was really excited when I when I heard this cast um it's it's um yeah, I don't want to kind of... That's basically the plot of it. I don't want okay. to give too much away. We're going to hear them we're, plan we're, the, 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 the plot now to, to rob it, I think. Okay, this raid. this yeah. is the clip. Okay, planning the raid. Here we go. Does he have kids living in here with him? Is this going to make things a whole lot more complicated and is not what I signed up for? The family's not the problem. They're the answer. Why? Church. Maria is very devout. Every Sunday morning, he sends three guards to the 6 a.m. service. When they get back, he sends the rest of the team along with his family into town to mass. That leaves him and three guards in that house. That's our window. Why would he do that? Worried about someone taking his kids. He never leaves his money. And also, I don't think he believes anyone actually has the balls to come out here and rob <laughs> that sounds that, that sounds like I'm going to really enjoy this tonight when I watch it I really enjoyed it it was weird for me I watched it this morning so it was weird watching an action movie like that at 7 in the morning when I woke <laughs> the up the dedication but, yeah. that you have Ross actually sorry can I just I, I would just love to have your life for a moment <laughs> you're up at 7am to watch this I, I feel your pain for you like at 7am I, I, I don't think he went to bed I, think <laughs> he up all I feel like it would have served me better to watch it at night it was that kind of movie but I, I gotta say I really enjoyed it even with the early morning um, and as Niall said there, there was a load of names being thrown around um, in the early stages, including Tom Hanks, Johnny Depp, Will Smith, Mahershal Ali, Mark Wahlberg, Leonardo DiCaprio, Denzel Washington, Sean Penn, and even Ben Affleck's younger brother, Casey Affleck. But I got to say, the cast that the movie went with were very strong, and I don't really think there was any weak links uh, in, in, in the chain there. Um, as I said, there was a load of things to love about this movie. First and foremost for me, it was the action and the action scenes because they were considered and they were realistic. And uh, too often when you go to see action movies like this, the action scenes are blown completely out of proportion and amped up all the way to 11. And this can sometimes take you out of the movie and leave you with a feeling like nothing can hurt the heroes and there's no consequence to, you know, all the bullets flying around. But Triple Frontier doesn't make this mistake. It keeps the action grounded and uses it sparingly and only when it makes sense for the story. So... As a result, it's much more effective and exciting because the action has real consequences. Uh, as well as that, another element I liked about the movie was the moral ambiguity. As as Niall was mentioning, the gang aren't really the good guys. They're basically going outside of the law to rob a drug, de- rob a drug dealer for their own financial gain. They aren't heroes. Uh, but this point is made, and actually I think it serves the movie a bit better 
Um, we are under no illusions that they are trying to save the world. But as happens in a lot of heist movies, you do find yourself cheering on the thieves. Um, <laughs> Deadly. Yeah. And I did. I like the survival and adventure elements of the movie nearer the end. And there's a few unexpected twists and turns throughout. I thought it was an enjoyable action movie, sensibly paced, uh, with a strong, if not outstanding, because it wasn't outstanding performances from the cast. But I gave it four out of five stars. Four out of five. He's gone from one to, to, to yeah, four. There we go. He liked it a little more than me, I think. I mean, my as I say, I, I kind of I love the cast when I read it on paper. Um, it's a premise that we have seen before, really, mm-hmm. all through cinema history. I think my expectations were a little higher with the cast and the director. Um, I, I think it could have done actually with a little bit of the soapy elements that that Miss Bala had in that it wasn't sure if it wanted to be a kind of a an, an action movie or to talk about the way she drama of you know of disaffected soldiers who who weren't uh, who didn't have a place in in what in in America or whatever and it kind of didn't serve I think either I think a little bit more of the fun of the Expendables I would have enjoyed maybe oh, with this okay. like a younger kind mm. of Expendables where you don't have to worry about whether or not they're going to break a hip as they, <laughs> as they yeah. do the, uh, yeah. the action but I mean it's still a good movie for me three three out of three okay out of three. not bad not bad for the, the triple frontier now you're going to fly through some movie news for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Joe, yeah, we're very well, anxious there. Yeah, just because we're keeping on Netflix, I mm. guess I was gonna was yep. gonna say, um, uh, Senor Steven Spielberg. I don't know if you've heard of him or his um, uh, his American equivalent. Uh, Steven Spielberg has been very vocal recently about Netflix and about uh, whether or not Netflix movies should be uh, qualify for for Oscar um, Oscar uh, qualification. You know, so he. Uh, is one of the governors of the uh, Academy Awards and uh, basically I think was going to bring a uh, a, a table of motion at their next meeting of the governors to say well we need to change the thing so Netflix would have to they can't just open a movie for a week in LA which is what they do now and then stream it and it can be qualified for the Oscars they have to have a much longer theatrical release beforehand I think I love Steven Spielberg, but I think the fact that most people watch most members of the Academy watch their Oscar movies at home on a mm-hmm. DVD screener means you know what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie movie world is changing now. A lot of people watch their their films through Netflix or watch them at home. So you know a good movie will. I mean, of course, it's much better to see it on a big screen, but not everybody can. Absolutely, no. I'm, I totally agree with you there. Anything else for me? Well, speaking of the movies, well. Seems to be we're happy to know we're talking about movies that are actually coming to the big screen now. And uh, New Line has confirmed that it it's, um, it plans to release its Sopranos prequel movie in September 2020. So it now has a release date. Release date. Um, there's they've also changed the, the title of the film from The Many Saints of Newark to simply Newark, which is a shorter um, title, I guess, cleaner. But I think The Many Saints of Newark works a little bit better. So I think it's a loss in that one. But anyway, the movie will tell the origin story of. Tony Soprano, who of course was played by the late great James Gandolfini in the HBO series. So the young Tony will actually be played by James Gandolfini's son. Son, I heard Michael, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, we have a, there's a new trailer for The Avengers Endgame, which is coming to Irish screens on April 26th. And the, the, the trailer follows a similar theme to the previous teaser trailer, with the surviving, surviving Avengers vowing to do whatever it takes um, to take down Thanos. Um, not much is given away, but we do get a brief 
glimpse of Thor meeting new edition Captain Marvel at the end of the trailer, which is kind of cool. Now, just because it is St. Patrick's Day and just to finish us off, we have sort of your top rundown of dreadful Irish accents in films. Niall, you're going to tell me the first one here. Yeah, I mean, is it a top rundown or a, <laughs> a, a top bottom down? I don't know. I mean, cinema is replete with bad Irish accents. You'd think that there were no actors who are actually Irish available for any of these parts. But yeah, the uh, we have we have we could basically have a list of, of a hundred uh, but we've managed to whittle it down to five and some honourable mentions and I think the first clip that we have is uh, Julia Roberts who's a repeat offender I'm afraid here she is I don't believe there's anyone out there sir that's the, is that is that all we have of her yeah well to see her accent is pretty bad there alright <laughs> but the reason she made it onto our list is that she repeated her mistake and her terrible Irish accent in the very same year in Michael Collins here it is is it true make all the women in America wear trousers <laughs> Oh God, that is awful. <laughs> and also the the language there as well is just fantastic. <laughs> okay, um, number three, who have we got for me? Yeah, well, this is uh, well, this is actually be number four because Julia Roberts is uh, oh, repeat yes, offender. Uh, he he's number four on the list. Justin Thoreau, and it's from 2003's Charlie's Angels sequel, Full Throttle. Now, Justin Thoreau probably wouldn't be as well known as the other stars are on the li- on this list, but he has carved out a pretty decent career for himself. Even stars in recent hit on the basis of sex, but a lot of people would probably remember him as the former squeeze of friend star Jennifer Aniston. But here he is as Seamus O'Grady uh, in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. I've waited for you 2,920 days. That's 417 weeks. That's 96 months. That's eight years. Enough about me. What about you, Helen? How do you be in? Seamus. See, I still got a nice arse on you. <laughs> You've got a lot in there of coming here and stealing from me. Oh my God, atrocious. it's atrocious. <laughs> okay, what's the next one for me very quickly? We'll get one more in, I think, before well, the end. Well, I mean, no list of uh, bad Irish accents would be complete without uh, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise from Far and Away, uh, 1992. This film, I think everybody in Ireland's probably seen it. I have to say, I, I'm a little... I, it's a secret guilty pleasure for me. The accents are terrible, but uh, I like the music in it and it's a big, sprawling epic. It's just if they had better better accents. Okay, we're going we're gonna to finish out with that one. Guys, thanks so much as always for bringing us all up to date on Real Reviews. Here is Nicole and Tom in action. Oh, well, think hard. If there's any brain left in your head. Look at you. They're making a fool of you, the ward boss and his friends. They respect me. Oh, they do not. They don't respect you. Enough. Your money in their pockets and nothing more, Joseph. I said that. That's enough, Shannon. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. 
Instant Glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.